Hello, welcome back to the show. Uh, this is the HPR show. You're joined by me and Q. Woohoo! Uh, Kate is out. She is taking a test right now. Being very scholarly. Studious. Studious. That's yes. another good word. I almost said studerly. <laughs> Combine both of them. Scaludity. <laughs> gonna, somebody's going to just reach out to us and be like, hey, on Urban Dictionary, that's really fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> what you said is very offensive. How dare you? Also, do you smell toast? Nope. But I did feel a uh, jolt in my arm. <laughs> Prior to recording, Q and I got some Zaxby's, and uh, he, when he tore up his bag, some of the steamy water sprayed onto my wrist, but I didn't, like, it was a small enough amount I couldn't yeah. see it, and I was like, ah, oh, this is the heart attack that kills me. Like, oh, no, something bad's <laughs> happened to my hand. What's going on? <laughs> uh, and it's just, it speaks to what's going on in, in our lives, that Absolutely. that was my first assumption. <laughs> Uh, just jumping straight into like, yep, this is how it ends. Cool, cool. <laughs> well, this this is the beginning of the show. Yes. What else do we need to uh, plug the hotline, I guess? Yes. Uh, hotline is 707-682-9310. And fill some air, and I'll see if we have any voicemails. We also got our Twitter, at uh, HPR Show. Uh, we're going to be posting our Rick and Morty uh, Go Rick Yourself pictures shortly. If they're oh, not yeah, already yes, because... The episode where we covered episode one dropped today. Oh, cool. Yeah. I'll post those after this. Uh, also, don't forget to like, subscribe, rate, review, all those good things. Uh, let us know what you think of the show. And we have no voicemails for this week. Darn. Darn. You guys are letting us down. <laughs> this is on you. Yeah, exactly. It's, are we the problem? <laughs> no, it's the, it's the children that I are I mean, problem. we are problematic. Yes. But we are not inherently the problem. <laughs> um, so, the Hawks update. I think we're doing well? No, we're not. No. No, we not. lost last night. We lost the game before that. We won the first one and have lost the past two. That's not ideal. We started out up on uh, this last game as well until about, like, halftime. I just... know they went 40-13 and 13 on us in uh, the Friday game. Yeah, that was that was a tough one. That was, I was sitting turned around in a bar where I couldn't see it, and then like I glanced back and I was like, went right back to facing like, the direction nope. I was sitting. Not for me. It's like I am okay without this, uh, without this in knowledge. flight entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the next game is uh, is tonight at eight thirty, um, so we're recording this on uh, you know the twenty ninth. Yep. <laughs> for those keeping track. Yep. Do we have anything that? No, no, no we're short right now. We don't have anything. That's going to uh, drop next week in between this. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we Yeah, we already have what's dropping today. This will drop next week. Yes. We will be a week behind then on, on Loki and uh, Rick and Morty. Yes. So you can let us know if our predictions and our thoughts are correct or not. Yeah. If we're off base completely or <laughs> if we were right well, on the money. Can you really predict anything with Rick and Morty due to the episodic nature of the show? I have some things to say about that. Okay, then I guess you yes. can. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can at this point, mainly because the past, the first two episodes that have come out have been callbacks to previous episodes. Yes. Yes, actually, very much so. So, I think if you're very lucky... <laughs> Do we, do, we just, yes. do we just jump right into Rick and Morty season yeah. 2 recap, or episode 2 recap? Yeah. Um, so, very obviously, spoilers ahead. Yes. Uh, give you five, four, three, two, and now we're in it. Skip um, ahead five to ten minutes. We'll let you know, maybe. I don't know. We won't. We won't. We're not going to end it back. Timestamps are hard. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, 
I enjoyed it. I did too. I found this to be a very good episode. It reminded me a lot of... Um, what's the one in season one mm-hmm. where the parasites... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Where uh-huh. everyone's like a, a different memory. Good memories, Mr. Poopy Butthole. Yes. Yes. Um, that is episode... Uh, Total Recall. Yes, Total Recall. I knew it was an Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, reference to Total Recall, but I was thinking Sixth Day, which was another Arnold Schwarzenegger sci-fi movie from a similar time period. I really should have gotten that. I, they have a, a card game for Total Recall. Yeah. That I've watched them play multiple times. I'm like, damn it. Oh, yeah. Really? You, me and you, Beth, definitely are... Uh, Beth, God. We're just having strokes over here. Um <laughs> Well, it's, it's a tough day over here. I love how the top thing, when you say Mr. Poopy Butthole on Google, it says Mr. Poopy Butthole is a parasite. Here's the evidence. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. So uh, math apologists out there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I will say, yeah, so Charles Rickall definitely is a callback to this. I mean, it's even more of a direct callback to the uh, uh, Clone Beth episode from the last season. Yes. Which they bring up at the end. Well, this one was not Total Rickall. Total Recall was the season one episode with right. Mr. Poop. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying there's definitely still some parallels to it. Yes. So that one, the I, I'm glad you brought it up. It wasn't the one I was thinking of necessarily. Okay. But, um, yeah. Did you think we were going to get interdimensional cable three? No, absolutely not. <laughs> I thought we were for a split second when they turned clicked it on. As, as soon as they clicked it on, I was like, I haven't seen anything for this in the previews, so maybe they are. But so I don't watch pre- previews. This is a semi-known yes. fact about me. Uh, for movies that I, and shows that I'm very into, because I don't like spoilers. I like to have an idea of what's coming. <laughs> <laughs> I like to be totally surprised, because I'm either incredibly pleased or incredibly disappointed. Fair. Very fair. I, uh, and we know how much I like everything I watch. Yes. So it's usually very pleased. Um this one also had kind of a that of acid episode vibes to me as well. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it had like that just jump cutty to different storylines. Kind mm-hmm. of, is that what you're getting at? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. I really enjoyed it. Um, maybe, was, is that the episode you were saying it was calling back to, or you, no, were the, you thinking I was the one with space Beth? Yeah, the space Beth, space Beth one. Okay. Yeah, clone Beth. Because I mean, I kept bringing it up the entire episode, like. Oh, so you made you made replicas of all of us or decoy of all of us? I think it's not the, the same. The funniest thing is at the end of season four, episode eight or ten, the, the last episode of season four. Ten. Ten. Uh, Star Mork, Rick Turn of the Jerry, is the name of the episode. Is that really the name of the episode? Yes. Where Rick has cloned Beth. Yep. And then Rick spins around in a chair, and the voice going, "Keep your eye on the pretty lady." It's just the driest, most serious voice that I've ever heard. And for whatever reason, it kills me. It's so good. <laughs> oh, God. I'd forgotten about it until you mentioned it right now. That Yes. Oh, man. So what are your thoughts and predictions coming up? Because Oh, I don't have any predictions. I was just saying, like... Oh. It, just being contrarian because I said that is a show you could... A little, well, also, there has been just the trend of, like, the first episode had a lot of... Uh, had a lot of callbacks. They time travel was kind of a theme in it, which notoriously Rick never, does not like yeah, either. They hate hate time travel, and Rick's never in any of the time travel things, and they always 
will cut out the like go to extreme lengths to make sure it's not actually time travel. Time travel, yeah. Like, yeah, like this being Narnia. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Do you think C one thirty seven Rick family is the ones that survived? I guess they are at this point. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know either. I guess we have a new uh, prime Rick and Morty family at this point. Mm-hmm. I think that's definitely what this was like an indicator of. And it gives them a ton of creative ability to okay. just take a left or right. The, but this is really – I find this one to be intriguing because there's always been a ton of Ricks and you know Rick families because yeah. central finite curve. <laughs> uh, but this gives us – a multitude that are in C-137 who don't necessarily have anything to do with interdimensional travel. Oh, yeah, shit. So it's still the same family. Yeah, potentially. Well, they're all still that C-137. It's just... Yes, yeah, yeah. but we don't know if our C-137 Rick is the same C-137 Rick that we started the show with. And we know that we're not in C-137 because they Cronenberg C-137. Yeah, yes, they did. (laughs) <laughs> oh, God. Was I hung over this weekend and rewatched all of season one? Yes. Yes. Might as well. Um, I have not rewatched it all. I need to go back and rewatch it. There's a lot of lore in there that you just don't think of. This is my favorite hangover show. Fair. Um, I did like that they had a subtle uh, Rule 34 reference and joke in this. Yep. Um, really highbrow humor there for me. <laughs> We have very childish humor. Absolutely. Um, did you? So you didn't watch the trailer for the next one coming up? Oh yeah, I actually did. The Captain Planet. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It just ha- it kept playing, and so. So you're like, oh, there it is. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't give you much. It could very much be like the first five minutes of that episode, and they do something completely different after. Exactly. It. Yeah. I, I because of the sporadic nature of these episodes, and generally the red herrings okay. in the first minute or two. Because how many episodes start with them doing this crazy event? They do, you know what they do is they clone wars every yeah, episode. They do. Uh, Absolutely. And by that I mean, you know, the prequel tri- or the uh, original trilogy referencing clone wars, they always are finishing the craziest adventure and just leave you with, wow, they, what would happen there? Yeah. And then they go into, it kind of reminds me of uh, Brad Bird mm-hmm. uh, when he did, he did Incredibles, right? Sure. Uh, we're gonna go with that. Brad Bird Incredibles. Um, yeah. Yes. Um, when Brad Bird did the Incredibles, he has this famous quote where he talks about uh, the um, comedy of the mundane. I think is what he calls it. And basically, it's like you have these superheroes who, even though they're superheroes, when the fire, uh, when Bob Parr accidentally sets off the uh, fire extinguishers in their house yes even though they're super powered people they've still got to stay up and dry off all the pictures and stuff so that nothing's ruined (laughs) they still have normal everyday problems and so we get the mundane part of the show and that's I think what makes it as funny as it is is Rick's the smartest man in the universe you could have this crazy one-sided fight you know even though it never seems to be I was not in control (laughs) Uh, yeah, you got yeah. Rick's the god being, and Morty's the uh, kind of just following along. I like that Morty, Mor- Morty seems to be getting like smarter. Yes, and get, is playing more of like a straight man. He's getting more competent. Yeah, a little bit. 
he definitely is like more adequately subbing in for the audience. Yes. Whereas now Jerry's just the full on. Jerry's Morty. Dumb, yeah. <laughs> Jerry became the, the Morty, yeah. <laughs> I'm just picturing you, you do the same thing with about 10 Jerry's in a car battery. <laughs> <laughs> oh. What do you what do you think of the ending of the episode, by the way? I I'm jumping back to it real quick, but the uh the Jerry wouldn't Jerry like waking up like continuing to live forever. Oh my god, that was dark. <laughs> so dark. <laughs> Holy shit. The the song. If you think I'm not working well. it into the D and D campaign. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. <laughs> oh I saw something horrific today as well, just in regards to D and D where you can make yourself a gold dragon permanently forever just be this legendary creature. Well, I know that if you did that in my campaign, you'd be like, well, gold dragons aren't PCs, so your character's gone. That would be a way to do it, yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't mean I don't want to try it now. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm jumping all over the place, sorry. Uh, we're never not jumping all over the place. That's fair. Um, we forgot to delete last week's notes, so we, we sure gotta, did. We got to like circumnavigate some of these. Um, uh, I think our Carly premiered on Paramount Plus. We never talked about that. I saw it keep popping up. I don't really care. I don't care at all. Uh, <laughs> yeah, unless it spawns more meme content, because that uh, episode where the older brother, I think his name was Spencer. Yeah, that might be his name in Drake and Josh. Um. No, Crazy Steve is... Crazy Steve, man. Um, there you go, just reaching deep. <laughs> yeah. It, the What you got there? A smoothie with a fucking ostrich sitting by him. <laughs> that that, that kind of humor gets me. It's. I think they still have a lot of that on his side. I've seen some clips, and it's only been his jokes. <laughs> I think Jerry Trainer is his name. It's only his jokes from the show. They seem still very funny. It's that same type of humor, so, you know, good on him. I think this is on Paramount Plus. They can curse every now and then as well. They can say shits and dams. There we go. It's um, adult. Uh, Drake Bell's apparently on it. Is he? He's listed in the cast as Drake Parker. Really? Yeah. Huh. That's wild. That is wild. Because there was some semi-recent news that was not super positive for him. Um... Yeah. What's going on with uh, Drake Bell? He pled guilty to child endangerment as of yesterday. So he's confirmed the cancellation of his fall performance following his prison sentence coming up. Well, that would kind of go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he can get weekend work release. Yeah, exactly. Bell was initially charged with attempted child endangerment and disseminating material harmful to children. Uh, he pled not guilty. Uh, which relates to a girl who met him online and attended one of his 2017 concerts. Uh, he then changed his plea to guilty and will face up to two years in prison. So I don't know if he's going to be on the show. <laughs> it's going to be like Army of the Dead where they just recast somebody and do all this stuff off scene. Yeah, off exactly. Script. Maybe we'll bring back uh, uh, Josh Peck. <laughs> Josh Peck's going... Oh wait, no! I know the skeletons in my closet. I can't. I don't want to do this too. Well, he's got a uh, a new Disney movie coming out. Really? Yeah. Um, Man, Josh, Josh Peck got done dirty too. Like red, he like got himself into shape like a little too early. You know, <laughs> uh, 
because like Chris Pratt and all those guys who got into shape for Marvel movies yeah. did it like five years later. He he got stuck with Red Dawn because he got into shape a little too early. A little too early. He nuked his ability to do a serious movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he really he really tried, but it just did not, did not work out well for him. He's got... Man, where is it? It's a Disney movie. I think it's based on... He's a cop and he's got a dog. Um, but it's a pun on something, I think. I could be having a fever dream. Paw Patrol? No. <laughs> Turner and Hooch. Oh, they bring back Turner and Hooch? It's a TV show. I've never seen that movie, but I'm, you know... Do you think that people... Do you think it's too overdone resurrecting properties? Absolutely, yes. There's no original ideas in Hollywood. I'll well, stand by that till the day I die. <laughs> you know, everybody said every year until the you know from now to the start of time there are new new stories. Yeah. It, Tell them different ways. Yeah, like I'm I'm okay with resurrecting some properties. I don't. Hate I just it. I just wish we would do it well. Yeah. How many remakes just suck? Yeah, a lot of them are just really lazy cash grabs. Oh, and that, that's Total Recall. Hey, that was that was bad. Pull it back around. <laughs> the uh, using the barstool guys uh, for lights camera barstool the Arnold Schwarzenegger Total Recall is an 84 and the uh, Total Recall remake is uh, 30 out of 100 oof hard oof yeah that's it's uh, not great who's in that Colin Farrell Kate Beckinsale Jessica uh, Biel Brian Cranston Bill Nighy it did not fail due to casting selection no I would not have, admittedly, I wouldn't have hired, uh, gotten Colin Farrell as my no, lead. I definitely would not have either. But that was at a time, 2012, yeah, that was a time when people thought, like, maybe he's a good, he's going to be leading guy for a while. Who would you have gotten? I know who, okay, this movie comes out five years later, don't change any of the casting choices except for the lead. Um, I think I, um, John Wick. Kate, no, Kate. Um, we're dying here. <laughs> Who plays John Wick? Uh, Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. <laughs> I was like, where are you going with this? Keanu Reeves, like Gung Fu. Oh yeah, would be a pretty cool tie into this. Absolutely, I I would put uh, yeah, Keanu Reeves would be a good one. Um, That's if you're going for the same like detective noir, because obviously Colin Farrell's no Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, yeah. If you want to go for the Arnold Schwarzenegger. Route you could do Dave Bautista or uh, The Rock. The Rock. The Rock I think might be too charismatic. For I me. was about to say the same thing. <laughs> I was gonna say uh, Jason Momoa. Ooh, I kind of like Dave Bautista because I'm picturing uh, him from uh, so I, not so I always like the same picture. Oh wow, <laughs> we just Cyberpunk 2077. Dave Bautista, watch it if you haven't seen it. Yeah, exactly. And you know, go out and play. Uh, <laughs> You're going to play Blade Runner 2049 with Yo, Keanu Reeves. If they, ooh, if that game existed, I'd play it. Oh, yeah. I mean, it'd be a detective game, but I'd absolutely play it. Uh, <laughs> God, we are falling apart. Absolutely. It seems. Uh, we got a bunch of good trailers that dropped this week and uh, end of last week. Yep. Um, Heart of They Fall is a Western. I don't think we've done anything Western related. I don't think we have either. Um, this one looks very good, though. Yeah, it's got Idris Elba in it. I was very... Yeah, the trailer is pretty, like, pretty good. It's definitely leading up to a point, and then they get onto this train, and, like, there's a big reveal. I was very pleasantly surprised that it was mm-hmm. Idris Elba. Uh, 
Do you think Idris Elba had any PTSD picking up a six shooter since Dark Tower? I was gonna say that as well. <laughs> I was gonna say maybe we should watch that one before we watch this. <laughs> Oof. Uh, no, I I make that joke. I also enjoyed Dark Tower. I did not enjoy Dark Tower as much as I wish I had. I enjoyed Dark Tower because I watched it before I read the books. Fair. Well, that, no, that's not true. I had read the first two, oh. and I had a deep understanding that there was no way that this would translate to a movie accurately. That mean a lot. I'm still in the middle of the fourth book now. Um, Wizard and Glass? Yeah, I think so. That is the long one. Yes. Yeah. They're, where they're doing all this backstory stuff. It's like 284,000 words. Yeah, it's a good time. Mm-hmm. I've realized I also only read when I'm at the beach, Dude. so I won't touch this until I go to the <laughs> beach again. That one picks up in the third act, and just, you can't put it down for like the last 200 pages. I believe Because it is like an 800-page book. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, well, I mean, like, there's stuff in there. He writes, Stephen King writes scenes where it could be a movie... It'd just be hard to get the Dude, internal thoughts. You could do a movie on the opening of the first book. Yeah. Just do that. Just the bar fight and him meeting the lady in the town. Yeah. Like, you could make, you could and scroll out and do an hour and a half. Drop, drop a, uh, a teaser to the next movie with him meeting up with uh, Jake in the barn or whatever. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. I forgot that that happened that early. Yeah. But that's the thing. Like, I like the idea... I almost wish this movie had not been about Jake and Roland. Right. Um, we're now reviewing Dark Tower. Yes. Um, <laughs> Welcome. And that movie, I think, would have been great if it was like a gunslinger that got trapped on Earth. Yeah. Meets a boy with the shine. And it just happens to be two different characters going against yeah. uh, Martin. And instead of winning, just staving him off from another attack. Yeah. I'd be down with that. Yeah. As like some alternate reality that is doing what... Helping out main reality or whatever. Main book reality. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. I'd totally be here for that. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, hopefully you just have a... good with the... You know, he's clearly fine with the Western genre. Mm Mm-hmm. I got a lot of... Yeah, I was telling you beforehand. I got some very heavy uh, Magnificent Seven vibes from it. Yes. A movie I haven't seen, so I... I'm having to take you at your word on that yes. one. Fair. I mean, you know, it's a Western. They're in a small town, but the town's under attack by someone. They mm-hmm. got to kill a bunch of people. Good times. Fistful of dollars, man. <laughs> exactly. Um, what else came out? Uh, uh, we got a trailer for Shang-Chi. Yeah. That looks outstanding because, honestly, Marvel won't really do anything wrong at this point. They no. they can paint by the numbers in so many different ways now. I'm, yeah, I mean, keep giving me the same slop. I'll keep eating it and enjoying it. Uh, yeah. I know some people are burnt out on, on Marvel. Uh, I think the two-year gap's exactly what we needed. I'm fine with it, yeah. yeah. I'm on board again. Can you believe that it's been two years since a Marvel movie has dropped? No. I honestly can't. It's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. And Black Widow's dropping... Friday. Friday, yeah. Yeah. I've heard it has very, like, B... B-minus reviews, so... Ooh. Not, like, a bad thing, but, like... Yeah, you know, it's... Good, for the most part. Just perfectly average? Yeah. Stuff about, like, not balancing some of the family drama with some of the action set pieces. 
that it's meant to be, but it's a good send-off horror still. Yeah, I think th- this is definitely supposed to... I'm making a prediction now. Mm-hmm. We didn't get a screener for this because we are not really journalists. No. Um, <laughs> we have, yeah, no. <laughs> There's like 40 out there listening. They won't, they won't send this a screener. No. Um, but I think this is... I'm going to make a prediction that we see Scarlet, Black Widow... Trying to hand off the mantle to her sister, oh, her yeah. sister not really wanting it, and I think the very end of it is going to be a post snap realization that Black Widow didn't make it, yeah, and her taking up the opening the briefcase with the suit in it. I can totally see that. Yeah, yeah, I can see it totally ending with her going to Avengers HQ or just seeing the news. And oh, dude, that was something so, like that. I give, total hard. Give me an upstate New York shot of her walking up to that for whatever reason. Yeah. Anytime they do the two minute walk around in that facility where they hop on an elevator or discuss what yeah. Mjolnir would do in an elevator, uh, it's just fun. It's just fun. It's their little hangout. I almost. I almost want a podcast of them just in character, just hanging out. <laughs> just for like three hours. Just seeing what goes on. Oh, that'd be fantastic. Because like, some of the best parts of Justice League episodes are while they're leading up to the action and yeah. then just around the watchtower. Absolutely. Just have like <laughs> Scott Lang and a few others just like sitting around Rody, all just sitting around there like shooting the shit, having people walk through. <laughs> oh, hey, uh, Falcon or hey, Cap. Mm-hmm. People just going through. That'd be great. Give it to us, Marvel. <laughs> Feed me, just feed me more slop. Yeah. I, I ingest content at an unhealthy rate. <laughs> yes. Yes, we, we both do. Regularly, I finish a shit, like, I'm watching Hunter Hunter right now. Oh, yeah. And I haven't been interested in a full season, and I'm just going to finish it. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it just is on in my background. I, like, there's one scene that it's building up to... That I know I could cheat and find on YouTube, but I'm like, I gotta see if it's got emotional payoff if I've seen everything leading up to it. <laughs> I'm not invested at all at this point, but maybe at one point they will pull me in. <laughs> They'll drag me in. I'm 130 episodes in. Oh no, if it hasn't happened yet, I don't think it's gonna happen. I can't give you shit though, because I've been like just binging uh, Kitchen Nightmare and Hotel Hell on YouTube recently. I say I never got into the reality TV. It's it's just Gordon Ramsay berating people. <laughs> I, I might don't know get, why I'm I might get into that TV. I don't know why I'm into it, but I'm like, I'm here for <laughs> watching people get told their food is shit. Your, your therapist is calling. She hasn't worked for you. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Chang Chi also had an abomination and, and oh yes, yes, yes. The, and the, I'm the, so here for that. The big Easter egg at the end. We almost missed like yeah. the big noteworthy portion. Oh, uh, they called. They're making Hulk a, an official movie, really for real this time. Uh, you know, so here's been the issue: is I think Hulk was owned by 20th Century Fox. I think it's Universal. Is it Universal? I think it's Universal. Um, Could be wrong. And so they can't get the rights to license a movie. Yeah. They can't get a solo movie with them. So Hulk's just going to co-star in all these movies. I think. Thor Ragnarok was a heavy shot across the brow. Like, we're going to make this 50-50. Like, yeah. It's a Thor movie with a lot of bulk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think... I would almost guess... I don't know if Mark Ruffalo, what his contract status is with Disney. Um, I would be curious if we're going to see the kid who takes the Hulk power emerge from this movie. Um... 
Oh, I think I think they do now own the rights to the Hulk. Oh, really? Um, I also know that uh, Mark Ruffalo hates doing the motion capture stuff for it. So. Oh, really? So he's going to be trying to get out of it? Yeah, probably. Amadeus Chow. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because he, he plays this, like, um, not plays, he's a character on a comic, but um, I'm pretty sure he's uh, the kid of, you know, he, he's Tony Stark from Japan, yeah. pretty much. I've never read any of his comics, so I'm probably glossing over massive amounts of details. Oh, certainly, yeah. Um, but he takes the Hulk power. Yeah. Is kind of the gist of it. And I wouldn't be shocked based on where this is set, the way that it looks like they're setting things up with Abomination, that we don't see an Amadeus show I can see it. type of scene at the end of this. Yeah. I mean, plus, they made Hulk Smart Hulk. So. Yeah. I like Smart Hulk. I think there's a lot of ways they can go with that if they do... Uh, have the rights now. Like if they did a solo movie. Dude, did you ever read any of the Maestro Hulk? I, I've read... Or do you know what it is? is? Yes, I do okay. know what it is. There's a lot of... Yeah. Imagine if we got an Amadeus show scene in this. Abomination's his first villain. And then Smart Hulk turns into Maestro. And it's Mark Ruffalo's send-off as a villain. That'd be pretty cool. I'd be kind of here for it. That's it. That'd be... That'd be a sick and risky thing for Marvel to go. Absolutely. For this, at this point. Oh, they that'd be so good. That'd be so good! I'm very here for that. Feige, Hatman, yeah. hit me up. I'll write a script. <laughs> He's been writing a book for years. He'll get this one done, though. I promise. <laughs> That's why I'm putting the Abomination movie in the middle as a buffer. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody else can write that one. Oh, man. <laughs> Um, we also got a Jurassic World teaser trailer, and shocker, there are dinosaurs in it. Wow. That's about all we got. Did Vin Diesel show up with the Fast and Furious crew? Because they really want those to cross over. God, that would be so good. That's a real thing that the studio wants to happen, by the way. Oh my god, I would be... They really want them to cross over. (laughs) No, no, no. I want Pacific Rim to cross over with Godzilla Universe, and I want Jurassic Park to cross over with Fast and Furious. I'm very okay with this. It would be so bad and so good and just amazing. Do you see that uh, Fast 9 apparently is not good? I heard it was fine. I have heard very mixed reviews at this point. Eh, I, I think it's... With a 30 being the lowest. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, it's a Fast and Furious movie. What do you... Turn your brain off and have fun. That's this kind is of your thing. bag of tea. That's the kind of thing I'm trying to decide is... It being rated objectively for what it is as a movie or objectively is what it's trying to accomplish. Right. And so I just don't know where in the dichotomy that, that uh, those ratings fall in. Fair. Because um, it's probably a 34 movie that's probably 100 at what it's trying to accomplish. Right. I, I think I did hear a lot of people saying that uh, John Cena's villain wasn't as impressive. It, he doesn't show up for a lot of the movie, really. Mm-hmm. And he's when he does show up, it's in a lot of flashbacks. So it's kind of like... Man. Oh, flashback heavy movie. Well, it's a secret brother that I haven't talked about for nine movies. That's fair. It would family means everything to your main character. Yeah, what do you mean there's a secret brother? <laughs> That's a tough swing. Yeah. I don't envy the director when the studio came down and said, here's our idea. Yeah. And that director just probably was like, fuck. I mean... Really, this, guys? At this point, I'm sure he's like, look, we were going to make Tokyo Drift a 
like a was Tokyo Drift pretty, profitable? I don't think it did well, but they retconned that it was in the year of like 2013. Yes. Was it profitable? Uh, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Oh, I thought you were saying. Yes I was agreeing that. with you with it being uh, integrated yeah, back in. They integrated back in and retconned it to be way like later in the time, like in years than it was filmed in. So they're all walking around Japan and Tokyo with all these like shitty flip phones. It just totally does not match the actual time period it's supposed to be set in. Fairly profitable. Hmm. Almost doubled its money. 85 million to 159 million. Wow. Well, was that just production costs? Because marketing... 85 for budget, uh, 159 for box office. Okay. Usually double the budget for marketing. So it was slightly So it might have broken even. Yeah. (laughs) It was a little less profitable then. It does have probably one of the sicker Ford Mustang fastbacks in it. Um, it's this, uh, for, it's pro it's very slept on because Mustang guys would be like, well, they swapped a Nissan engine into it. I'm like, doesn't matter. Sounds yeah. sick. Yeah. <laughs> it's still cool. I'm like, wait, look, how's your Mustang look? Probably not running or existing. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you see the Winchesters and the news with Jared Padalecki? I saw something about it. I don't know. I saw something like the aftermath of it. So Jensen Ackles was approached by CW and him and his wife are doing a prequel series. Yes. That Jensen Ackles character, Dean Winchester, will be the narrator of. Oh, okay. And him and his wife are co-producing it. Cool. Jared Padalecki never got a call from the studio. Oh. They were best men in each other's weddings. They've been co-stars in the the original show. For 18 years? Yeah. 19? Uh, we make it to a whole 20? I think they did 15 uh, seasons. Only 15? Yeah. God, that felt like forever. <laughs> um, so probably 16 years of, of working together. Yeah. Um, they, they, I saw like a Twitter thing about it where they addressed it and they're like, we're on good terms. It's totally fine. Yes. Um, I mean, Jared's got a, another TV show on CW right now. What's he on CW doing? Uh, Walker, Texas Ranger. Or something like that. Oh, I wonder if it's any good. It's a CW show, so it's probably alright for a little bit. It's a 60 for the first three seasons? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, um, I, I, mean, I have never finished this show. Me and my dad used to religiously watch Supernatural. Yeah. Uh, it's like our monster show of the week. And then it just got real weird. It, how far did you get? Um, if you remember. Probably 13 seasons. Okay. that's. I think that's about where I got where I stopped like just regularly watching. And then I watched the ending of the, the it, final season. It was the... Um, I finished the first batch of Men of Letters season. Okay. I think I, I did a few more of those. Yeah. So I think you're wrong on the 13 there. <laughs> oh. But I also don't know either. 327 episodes. There's a shit ton of episodes. <laughs> Um, oh, the Supernatural creator apparently has apologized to Jared uh, for prequel confusion. I, I understand why they would have Dean be the, the narrator, though. I yeah, because Jared, the opening of the show is that they're reuniting because Jared Padalecki walked away from the life like 10 years prior. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, it plays directly into if you're going to do a Dean Winchester prequel thing, that he's probably the guy that's going to narrate it because he's been hanging out with his dad tell, hearing these stories. Yeah. Um, that, you know, like the whole Christian, uh, 
allegory or whatever of Michael and Lucifer, those brothers. So I've seen Spider-Man. season 12. Okay. I'm, re- I'm reading the, the synopsis really sure. quickly. Maybe, maybe you're all right. I don't know. And I've seen 13. Right. Uh, this is making really good radio. <laughs> what um, happens in those seasons? Just to give clarity. Uh, Asmodeus uh, is when they're taking on the Knights of Hell. And, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mark of Cain and stuff like that. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, 14 is Apocalypse World and stuff, and Jack's uh, still yeah. alive. I'm starting to think I might have... Uh, I've seen uh, season 14, too. So you pretty much saw all of them, then? Yeah, I just quit the finish line. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I watched the, like half of the final season, I think. And it was fine. Yeah. I heard it didn't end very well, and I famously do this with my TV shows, too, is if I know something's ended, and I have good memories of it, you don't. it took me two years to watch the last episode of Greek. I don't know if I saw Greek. Greek's a lot of fun. Until the ending? Uh, actually, it has a very satisfying... It has a, like... I think it played because I was watching it, and it was coming out while I was in college. Ah. Uh. And so it had, like, a very nostalgic feel to it. And I was also graduating around the same time that the show was wrapping. And so it was, like, gotcha. it was ending with this particular thing that was, like, you can't go home. Mm. And I was, like, like, I don't need that right yeah, now. Yeah, I was, like, I don't, I don't need that heaping on. I, I, I know. Thank I know. you very much, but no thank you. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, the way some characters are, their story ends was kind of, meh to me yeah but I I was still content with like there's only a few ways the show ends um and they did it during COVID so they filmed that during like the COVID lockdowns so there was a lot of oh that makes it tough budget constraints time constraints um yeah they have like an old man wig and makeup and it doesn't look great on one of the characters yeah oh that's equally tough um have we discussed Loki episode three on here yet? Uh, no, we have not. We just texted about that. We talked about. Did we talk about it? Uh oh! I was no, texting. I was texting you while I was watching. Yes, That's you what texted me while you were watching. Yeah, because um, we recorded this time the, last the week. Day, yeah, the day before it dropped. Yeah. Um, your thoughts? Um, I enjoyed it. It was not as much of a exposition story dump as I wanted it to be. I wanted Lady Loki to kind of spill the beans like, here's why I'm doing these things. <laughs> but that's just because I'm selfish and I want to know. Uh, I, to give me, tell me. Tell me what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> but I still enjoyed what they did give. And I'm interested to see how they get off of the planet. Um, Especially not, given the ending. I'm not entirely convinced that it's not all in one of their heads. Oh, yes, this is your theory. Yeah. Um, so we're going to get into spoilers, because I'm not really sure I can describe a ton of this episode without that. Yeah. Um, I, I tried to be as vague as possible there. <laughs> so skip ahead if you haven't seen it yet. Um, you're missing out. Just keep tapping the, the skip forward button. Yeah. And definitely, you might be hearing about Austin Powers later. Um, <laughs> if, you, if you've hit Austin Powers, you've gone too far. Yes. Um, reverse. Reverse, reverse. Uh I enjoyed this. You open with them in that pit. They're still fighting each other, even though they're like about to get just murked at any given oh, right. second. But okay, here's the thing that I don't really understand. 
Thor mm-hmm. and Loki at different mm-hmm. times are like god tier power level. Right. Crazy strong. Yep. Regularly get restrained and like bitch slapped. Absolutely. I don't understand. I'm here for it. That's the whole. Uh, yeah, I, I like I like it, and I like that it's here because if they were always like super powered, if they it'd be like Superman in some of the animated movies where like people yeah. go to hit him and their fist just breaks, and you're and just like, like eh. oh, this isn't exciting anymore because you know who's gonna win. This is cool because you've been watching Batman get the shit kicked out of him, but then Superman right. shows up and like we're, we're gonna stop fighting. Yeah, now. it's like oh okay, he's the trump card that just flips the table over and shoots the other players. Did you ever see Superman All Star? I did. Where Superman is quote unquote snaps. Yes. All time scene. Absolutely. It's incredible. Um, but yes, I, I do like that they, with Loki, dehumanized them a bit. Mm-hmm. The gods are more just like, you're aliens with special powers. Yes. And some of those powers are very strong, and some of them are kind of. I, I don't do, know. <laughs> I honestly. I like. I wouldn't mind. Like, there are definitely better superheroes powers to have but Loki's power set mm-hmm. just walking out of the rain and making your clothes dry yeah that'd be good. Yeah. that'd be easy and convenient absolutely would be although I was questioning like is he still wet under there just looks dry yeah, and yeah that's what I was trying to figure out because that would be that'd still be miserable if he felt wet and just looked dry <laughs> Ugh. Um, uh, going back to the start of the episode did you when episode 2 ended Loki has, like, the door behind him, and he jumps through, and it closes right after he jumps in. Yes. I thought that door was almost being held open for him, and it clearly was not, as we saw at the beginning of this episode. Yeah. That was an interesting, like, way to make that appear. Yeah. Also, she got way far ahead of him. Yeah. Yeah, she really booked it. Yeah. I mean, there's a significant bit of time between when she goes through and him standing there, like, am I going to go through? Yeah. Oh, there they come. It's I like, guess I'll go through. It's like three seconds. And uh-huh. she's like a casual minute ahead of him, though. Well, when you're Loki. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, we get her name, Sylvie, Sylvie. in this episode. Um, I get a lot of like uh, Edge of Tomorrow uh, vibes. Like, Thanks, yeah. Um, Emily Blunt and Tom Cruise. Yeah. Yeah. Someone who, who knows like what's going to happen, type of thing, and mm-hmm. is just. I have the somebody, I yeah, somebody who is all the mission, and then your comedic relief slash, yeah, hopefully actual protagonist. <laughs> um, you know, real world spin. If they just murdered Tom Hiddleston in the middle of this, and then we just picked up with so we threw Loki and Thor: Love and Thunder. We're going back to uh, that would be a Natalie Portman. Very <laughs> just gender bender the heroes twist. Wow. <laughs> Especially because Tom Hiddleston is executive producer on that. That'd be a. Uh, how much, how much longer do you want to stay on in Marvel? <laughs> so like, episode four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently four is when uh, things start going, going wild. So this is where mm-hmm. everything ramps up. Um, it, uh, Mike Waldrum, the, uh, one of the writers, producer, I forget what his role in the show is, uh, said that four and five are two of his favorite episodes. Yeah. That, but because three, three was also one he listed, but he was like that – that one's going to be fun because it will be the first one that even the people with screeners hadn't seen yet. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's true. Huh. Interesting. Um, yeah. they uh, in, the, in this episode, episode three, Loki and Sylvie end up getting stranded on in an apocalypse world uh, that's going to get blown up by a crashing moon, I think. Yes. Or a planet crashing onto a moon that they're on. 
I don't. I couldn't. My answer stands with yes. Yes. Yeah, it's a moon. It's a planet crashing into a planet. I think or a moon celestial crashing. body crashing into another celestial body. <laughs> Rick. <laughs> <laughs> um. There's our link for the. <laughs> Uh, but then they got to work together because they, one of them messes up the uh, escape device. Yes. I think that it's all in Loki's head. And Sylvie's just trying to get deep down into inside, figure out where he actually stored it. And uh, who Loki is as a person, if she can trust him. Yes. I... And it's all an elaborate ruse. I'm torn... I think you might be on the right track purely because I don't know how to get out of the situation otherwise. Well, the the otherwise is the TVA just pulls them out. Yes. The um, Deus Ex Machina is out of there. Counterpoint is that Sylvie makes the comment that her power works by making a memory from the person's past. And this is obviously somewhere that Loki has not been before. That's true. Although she, I think she's saying that that is something she does with like... Weaker minds. No, I think that's what she does with stronger minds because oh, she says okay. she has to like walk with them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the point. I, I didn't watch mine. She just snaps like a twig. Yeah. I watched it when it came out. I didn't watch it uh, today, which I should have. Yeah, we got both, we both should have because we're both shooting from the hip on week old watch a little bit. I'm still excited for what's coming out tonight, tomorrow. Uh, I won't stay up to watch it. It comes at three a.m. our time. Damn you, Disney. <laughs> Give me the. <laughs> I mean, it'd be tough to do, but give me that midnight release. <laughs> yes. If it, uh, if you, even if it was a uh, midnight release, I would not stay up to watch it, probably. I'm usually up at that time, so... Oh, I try so hard not to be. I also try so hard not to be, but, you know, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Excited for it. Looking forward to it. It was a... What, what would you give, like, a, an ABC rating for this episode? Like, compared to the previous ones? Yeah. Um, or for all the episodes at this point, I guess. I don't know if we've done any ratings. BAC. Go with a little blood alcohol content. Fair. Um, if I had to use, like, all three ratings. Yeah. Well, I mean, ABCDEFG, or whatever. ABCDEF. School oh, rankings. And probably AA plus, A minus. Okay. Yeah. I think that's probably where I'm at as well. Yeah. The start is definitely like a good, solid, get off the ground, get the ball rolling. Second one delves even deeper into it, has a lot of tension. And third is a little bit of a sad story for a second, it almost feels like. Yes. Yeah. 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 Not filler, but... Not filler, but filler adjacent. Yeah. Because I like like that we see uh, Loki just getting smashed. He's like, this is how I do the mission. Yeah. Can't imagine That's what why you do. I'm Zimbabwe God. Can't, can't imagine why you lost to the Avengers. <laughs> oh man, maybe that's what he's doing up in uh, Tony's tower. Tower the whole time, just getting smashed, <laughs> wasted, smashed before he was smashed by the whole. <laughs> uh, if it's not too late, I think I will take that drink. Yeah, no wonder. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Looking forward to it. Um, do you have any? Other news or anything like that? The only other thing I was going to bring up was, did you hear about the Tour de France? Nope. Ah, you missed that. Yes, I missed those things. A a spectator was standing on the sidelines very early on in the race, like when they're all still bunched up together, has a sign that says something about like, yay, grandma, grandpa, and is holding it out with her arm 
and the sound. I'm looking at the pictures of this. Straight up, like uh, clotheslines one of the cyclists who falls off his bike and causes a massive, massive pileup with some people getting like you can see the starting line on this. Yeah, it's very early on. She this woman ruined the race for a lot of people. Oh my god, there like are one, two, three, four, five. Too many to count. Yeah, so many bikes. And I'm looking at like bent rims and broken spokes because they use carbon fiber wheels on yeah. a lot of these bikes. So she just like <laughs> truly ruined the race for yeah. that woman right there. All right. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, please tell me this has got it. <gasps> yes! There it is. Oh there my god. Just people getting trampled. It's I'm, I'm showing the clip of it to uh, to give you right now. But yeah, people just getting trampled. And a lot of people are like, wait, was it just the cardboard? What happened there? Her arm is held out like elongated behind it and just totally knocks them over. Please don't get... Oh, we get an aerial view. Yeah. You get to see just the how... Front, the front facing view is fun, but not quite... How devastating this... Boom, 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 boom. Oh it's my like God. A, a third of the group gets away, and two thirds are stuck behind. For oh, like dude, a long you're time. ambitious if you think that's a, th- a third. I think it's like a fifth got away. Well, maybe. <laughs> um, the even greater news about this is she ran away and hasn't been found yet. They don't know who it is, but they're going to sue the shit out of her. Uh, really? Can they go after her? Absolutely. I, uh, but- for injuries and. I'm sure there's rules about not being on the course. Yeah. I mean, you'd probably get banned for life. I don't imagine that they actually win, like, a real... They're going after money. Yeah, they, they plan to sue the shit out of her. Yeah. I mean, not for a, a ton, a ton, but, like, God, people getting are, some sort of money out of her. People are so soft these days. No, you gotta fire her. That's years of training for these people. Some of which, like, broke wrists and ankles and cracked ribs and shit. Give it two weeks, restart the race. Tell, tell them give it two weeks to restart the race. <laughs> give it two weeks to restart the race. <laughs> Tough it up, fellas. You're peak uh, athletes. You should uh, bounce back from this faster than I would. No, they got a dope. I, they got a dope for like a whole year. <laughs> they got Lance Armstrong into their balls. I, I sleep incorrectly one night and I hurt my back for days. <laughs> you guys are pro athletes. You guys can sort it out. Uh, that was my only other uh, big news I wanted to tell you about there. That is incredible. Um, to me, them trying to sue her is very much like a soccer player flopping. <laughs> yeah, but like, it, fa- it very much falls into that category in my head. Imagine, imagine if it was like an F one race and someone like dropped a spike onto the tracks accidentally and popped someone's tire and caused a massive wreck. No one dies from it. But yeah, like, that type of thing. That almost feels like it has to be more malicious. Well. Nobody's gonna die in this scenario, and like right. somebody could be traveling a hundred and ninety. Someone could die in that. Someone could get trampled. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. could very unlikely. Very unlikely. Yes. But like the Formula One comparison, somebody could. You know. Yeah. You I, get I know you going. like you like cars. That was why. I yeah, 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 no, yeah. <laughs> I, I just, uh, I, yeah. yeah. I wish it was more apple to apple, apples to apples. It would, I mean, it's it's streakers that go on the fields at soccer and football games. Yeah, but they don't sue them. I think they get fined. Yeah, they get like. A ticket for public indecency, and then they're not allowed around schools. <laughs> Fair. Uh, they gotta, they gotta do something to punish it so that people stop doing it. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. It, to me, I just have a hard time when people make like a silly mistake. 
And it's, it's a, definitely a, especially since it was a sign saying something about our grandma and grandpa. Yeah. It's like, oh, you tried to do something nice. Sweet, and really yeah. Really messed up here. And for that to be like a life ruining thing where it's not just like, all right, like just don't come back. Like, yeah. that seems like the more adult, mature response than we want to take all of your money. They're not, it's not going after all of her money. It was like, well, can you imagine what the lawsuit is for? Yeah. From those sponsors who go, my guy didn't get his $100,000 contract to be displayed oh, on his God. ass. Yeah, true. For a, how long is the Tour de France? I think it's like a multi day thing. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, France, finish times. Because I think it's kind of like a, uh, a rally, a stage rally where they have a couple of, uh, yeah, yeah, so it's a three-stage rally, hilly, hilly, flat. Wait, is it 20 stages? It's 20 stages. Mm. Uh, no, it's not. It's nine stages. Maybe. I, they keep, man, this list keeps on having buttons that just keep expanding out. Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> yeah, so there's rest days in between and stuff. I thought they just went full tilt. Yeah. I'm just, I'm honestly very impressed that the woman got away. Yeah, that is actually very, That's That's what I'm more like... Wow, no one tried to stop her after this happened. <laughs> <laughs> she just kind of booked it out of there. Cool, cool. Um, yeah. yeah, that does suck for those racers, though. Like, I know that I'm like very much downplaying it, but that is oh, deeply tragic for yeah. them. Oh, I'd, be, I'd be so pissed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. If that was like your one big thing you did a year, and you got in a wreck at the very beginning, it'd be like... What the hell? <laughs> John, John, my roommate, is running the peach tree this week, uh, this weekend, uh, which is a 10K mm-hmm. through Atlanta on the 4th of July. Uh, and I am going to wake up, be at the finish line with a cooler. Nice. And I'm going to make fun of him that I got there faster on a bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should be like, well, it took you so long. There are substantially better forms of transportation than biking across all of France. <laughs> uh, truly, yes. Uh, I mean, it's like the same thing with marathons. We are celebrating like the fact that we can now do something uh, that killed man in ancient Greece. Courtney DeWalter, props to her. Ultra marathon runner. She beat two years ago. She beat one of her competitors, second place competitor, by ten hours. She oh, went home, insane. got a shower, had dinner, got clean clothes, and met him at the finish line. <laughs> <laughs> she slept for eight hours. <laughs> oh, how demoralizing would that be? I mean, dingle dangle, it's time to, it's time to enter the next life. <laughs> I would be so upset. Oh, <laughs> um, no. Yeah, that would be really bad. I'd be, yeah. Oh, especially if you're like, man, I'm doing great. I can't believe how yeah. well I'm doing. I am, you, you know, know I am beating the entire field. That's, that girl's got to just be like just over the hill. Imagine constantly having the hope that you're going to catch her. Yeah. And then you see her at the finish line and you find she, out. Yeah, showered and like <laughs> looking nice and clean. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean you oh. nap for eight hours? I've been busting my ass. Oh, that, that'd be, yeah, that'd be like, all right, I'm going home. Thanks, guys. I don't need anything here. I'm going to go <laughs> sleep forever now. You would have to feel so bad about that silver buckle. Oh, God, yeah. Just the 10-hour difference in time. Oh. I'm excited to see who, how that goes now. If people start getting closer to that time or like... Yeah, that was kind of the thing. She went on Rogan and talked about it. And mm-hmm. he was like, so like, what do you do to get ready for these races? So she's like, pizza and beer. F- fuck off. She's just a freak of nature. 
Oh, I, I, I love people like that. I love it and I hate it because why can't I do that? <laughs> well, because me and you aren't doping. No, nah, I, I don't think she's doping. Um, but you never know. Yeah. I, I like to think she's not. Yeah. We, I mean, it's, it's good, to, good to assume. Um, you had any other news topics? No, I was just going to say, uh, before we go into the final, do you want to do our ad read? Or? Oh, yeah, our one ad read. Um, we are brought to you by Chaley Freelance and Ghostwriting at C-A-E-L-I-F-A-I-S-S-T dot com. Uh, feel free to reach out to her. Let her know that we sent you. Woo. And on to the main show. Yay. We almost were going to do a double header, so there are like eight items down here. That Yeah. And uh, if you're looking at your timestamp right now, uh, listener, you'll realize that hmm, we're not going to do a double header for sure. We don't Absolutely. have time to do that. Absolutely not. We're tired. We're tired and we don't want to. You can't make us. <laughs> you can't make us, quite frankly. Quite frankly, you cannot come here and make me do it. <laughs> you can leave a strongly worded voicemail and try to make us. But we won't because we'll hear it after this is finished recording. <laughs> because it's a cold line. Exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, so we watched Awesome Powers on HBO Max. Yes. I don't think I've sat down. When was the last time you sat down and watched this all the way through? And didn't just catch 30 minutes of it on FX. Oh, a long time. A long time. Years. But, it, I mean, it was one of those things which was always on FX as well. Yeah. I, there might have been a time when I was hungover and I put on one of these because it was just in my YouTube TV list. But I actually, I very much, I enjoy these movies. I could not binge watch them. Yeah, that's fair. They're, they're one at a time type thing. You don't want to splurge. Yeah, slap, slapstick is never, like, my go-to funny, and yeah. this is... Oh, it's up there. It's up there. It's mm-hmm. not airplane, but it's no. close. It's, it's a little... I don't want to say higher brow than airplane, but... <laughs> it's just uh, British. It's just British, yeah. <laughs> well, it's, uh, Mike Myers is American, right? I don't it's know. American... Take on take British on comedy. British comedy. Taking the piss out of 007 James Bond. Yes. Um, he is Canadian. Oh, nice. He's North American. Yes. Close enough. K- nationality. Canadian, American, British. Pick one, brother. Hey, what the hell? I know you did uh, Master of Disguise, but like, let's not get nope. too aggressive. Nope, that's Dana Carvey. What? Really? Yep. That is Dana Carvey. Damn. I watched Master of Disguise a lot as a child. <laughs> Don't know why my parents got me that. Dude, that explains a lot. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that was, we had a, like, those long drives down to Jacksonville or just long car trips. We had a little mini DVD player my sister and I would share. And we'd put on, like, some episodes of SpongeBob, Master of the Skies, Shrek. That was, so yeah, Dana Carvey did that. I... Mike Myers did do Shrek. Okay, yes, I did know that at least. Master of None. I've got to, I've just gotta pull up a picture of it but to figure out how far off I am on appearance. Uh, yeah. Fairly. The issue is when if you think of just a, a guy wearing a bunch of wigs, dude, that could easily be Mike Myers in a costume. It could, but it's I pulled up a picture of uh the Mr. Turtle. Turtle. Yeah, Turtle costume from Master of Disguise. Turtle, Turtle. Turtle. His name is Pistachio Disguise. Yes. I don't want to live on this planet anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
I mean, yeah, Austin Powers is definitely above that, but they're sort of cut from the same vein. Yes. Um, a lot of references, a lot of slapstick, a lot of uh, innuendos, mm-hmm. innuendo. Dude, it, one of the scenes that has always felt like it went on a little too long is the Swedish uh, pump. Yes. Because it has four twists. Yeah, the one, it's, for me, it feels like it goes on too long and then circles back around to like, holy shit, <laughs> why is there so many things here? You're that right. That makes it funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, like one certificate. <laughs> stay for the purchase. Yeah. Certificate receipt and warranty. Yeah, exactly. It's got one of my all-time favorite dad jokes. The, uh, mm-hmm. He's walking through the casino. There you are. <laughs> Uh, do I know you? Yeah, do I know you? No, but there you are. You are there. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Oh. His car, the uh, Shagwire, yeah, is one of the, the is one of the coolest oh. movie cars. It really is. I mean, they they took the James Bond thing mm-hmm. and brought it up to eleven on just the the horny scale. Yes, but also still kept like the cool gadgets well, and shit. Bro, go watch the old James Bond. They well, are also 11 on the horny scale. True. That's true. Yeah, I mean, you got Pussy Galore and a lot of Vagina. <laughs> which movie is which? <laughs> there is a James Bond movie called Octopussy. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Which one's which? What is the... Which one is the parody of what? <laughs> and then you just have Pierce Brosnan in general. Yes. Yeah, you have the Pierce Brosnan there of just total camp. Uh, I will ride a surfboard on a CGI wave, escaping a giant laser. Yes. And laser. I, I like that at the start, Elizabeth Hurley as Vanessa Kensington plays like a straight character. You know, she's very much not a part of the oh, slapstick. Yes. Um, not like. Yeah, yeah, that kind I, of straight. Like you play you, when people say you're like playing the straight man, um, and he uh, and she then very much dives into it mm-hmm. as her relationship with Austin Powers also develops. Oh yeah, which develops very quickly mm-hmm. as well. She has one night or whatever of a few scenes of like rejecting him. I call with her mom about like how did you put up with him. Her mom saying, oh, you'll, you'll see. And the next scene essentially being like, oh, I get it. I'm uh, all over now. Yes. I'm drunk. Which, hey, you know what? Good on Austin Powers for saying no to when someone's uh, intoxicated. Yes. Good, good family values. Yeah, honestly, like, that's about as good as it gets as far as setting an example in Hollywood. As far as morals go. Good on you, Austin Powers. Better than Kevin Spacey. Ooh. Ooh. And this is the part where you might think that I, Frank Underwood, am not going to come back from. <laughs> <laughs> and you'd be right. <laughs> also, Seth Green now has a uh, beard-mustache combo and looks a little bit like Brian Cranston. He's had the beard combo for a little bit, but the gray in it is definitely making him more Brian Cranston than... Oh, before. you know who he kind of looks like? Is if uh, the guy who plays Hercules Hansen... In Pacific Rim, never worked oh, out. Oh, yes. Absolutely, <laughs> yes. That is very spot on. If, wow. I've, I feel so bad. Like, I feel like I shit tack actors and stuff all the time on this show, but it's really just like, 
Kind of an accurate call. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look, you should talk the shit out of us. We'll pull up a picture of us, our Ricks. <laughs> yes. Um, I think Seth Green has got a... Um, is he the one that did the prequel trilogy mask with, cut? With Topher Grace? No, okay, so was Topher Grace the one who did... Topher Grace did the, the uh, Star Wars cut, yeah. Okay. But so I think he worked with... They might have worked together on it. I'm thinking Topher Grace for the story then, I think. Because uh, he's the one who got the couch from that 70s show, and he just got rid of it. Oh, incredible. Yeah. They, uh, and I think, I'm pretty sure they threw it away. They did, I'm pretty sure they didn't even like... Yeah, that's fair. Uh, like sell it off or anything? Yeah. It's probably that, an old couch. Oh, it's an old shitty couch, but you know some weirdo would have paid a ton of money since Milo Kuna sat at yes. some point. But, you know... If you were on that show, maybe you're like, it's just I don't need picture. to sell that in there. Oh, no. <laughs> Are they still together? Yeah, they're married. Okay, thank God. <laughs> that joke is going to be so much worse if they had gotten divorced. <laughs> Let's double check on it. <laughs> do, 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 do. This joke was made with the assumption that they're together and that Ashton Kutcher would have just been doing a weird thing. Since 2015. Thank God. I like them as a couple. Yeah. They seem very cute in interviews and stuff. Absolutely. They, you know what? They had a commercial recently uh, where they were both in it. Okay. I don't know what it's for, but I remember seeing them both in it. That's why I was so quick to say, yes, they are still married. <laughs> I'm glad that you dove in on that. Yes. Um. I do like that uh, Seth Green's character yes. in Austin Powers is consistently <laughs> trying to let, like, is a legitimately good villain. Yes. He's like, come on, Dad, I'll just go get a gun. We'll do it together. Like, yeah. it'll be a fun father-son bonding activity. We'll just shoot him in the head. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor was like, you get him, I'll get her. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Doctor was just He's just trying to he's just trying to please his dad. You know, <laughs> it's the best villain motivation there can be. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, and then just Doctor Who have been like, no no no, I'm gonna overly complicate this plan and not see it through. <laughs> yeah. No, I put it behind the screen wall, give him plenty of time, and then we just see where it goes from there. Yeah. You know, got Sharks with freaking lasers on their head. Is Dr. Evil the exact same as uh, Harley Quinn's Joker? Oh, it is. Yeah. Yeah, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I burnt you. I hadn't thought about that, but that, that's absolutely what... Where's yeah. my goddamn car, Bruce? <laughs> goddamn car. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they really just dove in like, yep. That's going to be your inspiration for the character. Go mm-hmm. with it. Yeah. <laughs> Slightly more serious Dr. Evil. Yeah. Some, you, you, knowing the world value of currency. <laughs> <laughs> also, number two, you built up a big business empire. Also, Dr. Evil, you now own the big business empire with a lot of money. What do you need to take up the world for? Just win a few years. Capitalism will do it for you. I can't believe that number two. Biggest plot hole in this whole movie is that number two did not fake Dr. Evil's death and just acquire the company. Yeah. Like absolutely. That, that's the number two. biggest gap in this whole thing. <laughs> also, doesn't Will Ferrell's character come back? Yeah, absolutely. Point? He comes okay. back in the third one, I think. Okay, okay, okay. Because I was waiting. I It's been so many years since I've seen any of them all the way through. I forget which scenes go with which movies. Yeah. And I was waiting for him to come back the whole time. It was a little disappointed to not see him on that cliff side. Yeah, he comes back. Uh, at the end of the third one, I think he's on like a like on a dirt road up a mountain, mm-hmm. and he keeps falling down and keeps stuff blows up around him. Yes, like, yeah. They basically replay that bit of him just uh, uh, like 
It's surviving. Yes. Exactly. Um, as a side probably note, can't play that character anymore as Mustafa. Yeah, probably not. People would be upset. Mm-hmm. Boo. Boo on them. It's a fun character. Yeah. You Acting. can't die. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Acting. <laughs> Pretending to be someone you're not. Um, whenever we do get to the second Austin Powers uh, and Rob Lowe joins in in place of Robert Wagner, the guy who plays number two. Okay. Uh, Rob Lowe does a spot-on impression of him because he made fun of Robert Wagner for years because he was dating his, young, his daughter. Rob Lowe was dating Rob Lowe, Robert Wagner's yeah, daughter? Dated the actor who played number two's daughter. And during that time, developed a good... Uh, he was able to... Impression? Him. Yeah, good impression of him while dating his daughter. So then they broke up or whatever, approached uh, Seth Green about like, hey, I want to be on this. Or they were playing golf or something and... Yeah. And so he put him on it? That's how he got it. That's outstanding. That was inspired Shadwick? Yes, I think so. Uh, let's see. Yeah, a young number two. That's wild. <laughs> oh, man, Robert Wagner's also scripted in this. I wonder if they had to see each other on set. They probably did. I think they, had a, <laughs> I think they were fine in terms of... Well, you got to remember, there's like famous movie beefs like uh, Caddyshack where there's only one scene where Chevy Chase and yep. Bill Murray are, uh, were ever on set at the same time. Mm-hmm. Chevy Chase is apparently a massive asshole. Yeah. I mean, Bill Murray apparently can also be a bit of an ass, but Chevy Chase more so, for sure. Chevy mm-hmm. Chase is some other things. Yes. Uh, Chevy oh, Chase, I'm not, this is not a free pass or anything, did so many of his own stunts mm-hmm. and has, I guarantee you, hoping it is not soon, that when he passes, if we study his brain, he's going to have, like, football level, le- player levels of concussions. Yikes. Because think about, like, the family vacations and stuff where you, like, oh, got ejected sure. from the car and stuff. He just did the stunts. Like, <laughs> there's God. no way he is not just wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of stunt tr- transitions and doubles, uh, I love that early on in the movie there's a... Clearly a shot of a woman that then turns around to be a man in disguise. Yes. <laughs> Those were so great. <laughs> the callback later, the, the mom being a, a dude in disguise, like, look at her, she got hit with the ugly stick. stick. It's my mother. It's my mother. With Basil Exposition. Basil Exposition. What, did, what a yeah. name. <laughs> Just totally taking the piss of like, yep, yeah, he's going to tell you what's going on. He's going to give you the, the deets. Ugh. Um, I've pretty much that's pretty much all the notes I've kind of got on this movie I mean it's, it's just a fun it's fun movie. yeah it's not intellectual no the, the, my favorite thing I guess the thing my dad and I always joke about is the quote unquote lasers that lasers thing. sharks uh, how hard is it to get sharks with laser beams <laughs> and then uh, my personal favorite is the Austin Powers uh, just stuck in the hallway on the like tour bus thing or tour uh, seg- golf yeah, cart uh, and he's just hitting the front wall hitting the back wall just going reverse yeah, forward that trying like, to like industrial golf cart thing yes the billion point turn of I'm stuck in between these two things always gets me <laughs> the two guys standing in front of the big what is the cement uh, steamroller steamroller doing that, that far down yeah the no one knows I do love the guy that's like, yeah, stop! And they just... Way far out. Yeah. yeah. He is slowly so far advanced. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know what else. There's not a lot you can't go deep on these movies. You really can't. Uh, if you go deep, you just wind up sending them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. How much do you give it out of a hundred? I wanted to give it a sixty-nine, but it's very childish, so I'll give it a seventy. We've given we've given a lot of movies sixty-nine. We probably have, but you know what? Because it's Austin Powers, I'm not gonna do it. I'll give it seventy swingers out of a hundred. Uh, this is probably, you know, and this kind of goes back to what I was talking about with the Fast uh, Nine. Is I. To me, this is not an incredibly enjoyable... Uh, I mean, like, it is a very enjoyable movie, but it's probably not in my top 100, you know what I mean? Fair. Because um, those movies are all Dark Knight Rises and everything that looks like them. Um, and so I don't really... Like, objectively, at what it's trying to accomplish, I gotta go with, like, a 75. Okay. I feel like that's kind of where it lands, because... It sets out to accomplish slapstick humor and does it outstandingly. Yeah. I enjoy it. It just is not my favorite genre flick. Fair. Yeah. I thought you were going to go lower than I did. Nope. I'm impressed. All right. Well, cool. Um, wow. I, I really wasn't expecting that. <laughs> <laughs> now I feel like I lowballed it for a joke. Ugh. Um. Do we know what we're going to talk about next week? Absolutely not. Cool. Uh, probably Corella, Maybe Fast 9. All right. Maybe Black Widow. Tell us what you want to hear about. Call into the hotline, people. Send us a tweet or DM or uh, leave a comment or a review or call in. Please call in. Please call in. We set up a hotline, cold line, to maybe use it. <laughs> I was going to make a call me daddy joke, but oh. <laughs> I realized that that just sounds so bad. Yeah. Yeah, for people that don't get that reference, it'd be, uh, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> for, what is the what do you think the Venn diagram of people who don't know what Caller Daddy is but know what Daddy is? And know what we are. It's very small. It's the world's smallest Venn diagram of one person in Sweden who keeps. <laughs> I, you know what? Respect to the dude in Sweden who has not missed an episode since episode two. We appreciate Props to you, you, guy. We really appreciate you, NSA agent. <laughs> Someone's just got a v- VPN and is just fucking uh, Exactly. <laughs> oh. All righty. We will catch you guys next week. Bye.